Guys, as soon as I stopped recording, I fucking heard in the monitor headphones some sounds of something crunching, some some leaves, some something. I nearly just fucking shat myself. So I want you guys to know that I will die for this queendom. Welcome to the Queendom. Your host, Lauren Mortacini. Hello and welcome back to this very special mini episode of Thy Queendom Come. It's special for a few reasons. One being that I am recording this from outside of my car with a candle lit standing barefoot on the dirt in the middle of an orchard off of the I-5. <laughs> it's 10 p.m. and the stars are insane. The North Star is right before me and the Big Dipper. And yeah, it feels pretty fucking amazing. So those are the bug sounds that you probably hear in the background. <laughs> and the second reason why this is a special episode is because it is the last episode for Thursdays. We are moving Queendom Thursday to Tuesday, but I still wanted to put a mini episode out to honor the royalty that Thursdays are and have been and will continue to be because I have this idea of kinky Thursdays and I want to start doing this thing kink of the week. This whole thing started because I learned through a friend who had a personal experience with someone who fucked with this kind of thing. I learned about what an Indian taco is. <laughs> and if you don't know, which I mean, I can't be the only person who did not know what this meant. It's essentially when you are going down on a girl giving oral and you throw up. Um, it's pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> So this sent me into a wormhole of learning about different really bizarre kinks that, you know, involve a myriad of different things. So it, it made me start to think about all the crazy shit that's out there that turns us on, that gives us pleasure. Um, and then it also made me start to think about, you know, the lesser extreme, if you would call throwing up while giving someone oral extreme, um, and the lesser extreme kinks, the things that we fantasize about, the things that turn us on, um, and maybe that we don't always communicate. I mean, everyone knows at this point that I definitely have a feet thing and not anyone else's feet, like just my own. Um, I really don't it, like, I, I, I don't see someone's feet and I'm just like, oh my God, like put them in my mouth. It's more so the sensation of my feet being, you know, licked or sucked or played with or whatever. And I've talked about it a million times about how the nerve endings in your feet and just kind of like lights up different parts of your body. If you can get past it, you know, being your feet. Um, but again, even the feet thing, it's, it's, stigmatized right like kinks are stigmatized and we don't talk about them and it's, it's weird and so I know that my feet thing is pretty vanilla in terms of kinks it's definitely no Indian taco but I want to know what are the unique things that turn you on kings and queens what are some of your kinks the things you fantasize about the things you desire in the bedroom and have you acted on them 
And how did you express that desire to your partner? And how did that make you feel when you expressed that? Was it, you know, was it empowering? Was it embarrassing? Was it scary? I want to do this thing very listener-based, very personal. And I want to hear about the things you've experienced, the things you want to experience. Are there things that you want to explore with your partner that you haven't said? So yeah, I am wanting to make this kink of the week, kinky Thursdays, a thing in honor of Royal Thursdays. And I want to hear from you. I want to learn and grow and have this experience together. And hopefully all of us can have more exciting and fulfilling sex. So that's that. What this episode is really about is the past couple weeks, I have been a part of a course. I've been taking a course called Pussy Wisdom, and it's led by an intimacy coach who I have looked up to for a while, who I met in Bali very briefly. And I've been taking this course, Pussy Wisdom, that she's offered. It's about tuning into your body, specifically your pussy, and following your intuition. Yes, I said pussy. I'm going to say it a lot in this episode. <laughs> pussy, 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 pussy. It's a beautiful thing. It's a powerful thing. Um, it's something we should learn to embrace. It is not weak. It is not a dirty word. It is a beautiful part of our body and it holds a lot of power. For a lot of us, the word is triggering because we've been taught that it is negative and it is nasty or disgusting, and we've got to move on past that. I'm actually planning to do an episode all about that idea very soon. But as for now, there have been so many valuable messages and nuggets of wisdom within this course, but one of the things that has really impacted me is realizing that I am literally addicted to climax. I have thought in the past that I had a sex addiction to some extent because it's always in my mind. It's always something I'm thinking about or desiring, but it's actually not the sex. It's the climax, quite literally the climax, but it's also the many climaxes that I've experienced that aren't necessarily sexual within a sexual relationship especially new ones, that push, that pull, the dopamine of the new desire, new possibilities. You know, I have had a very healthy <laughs> masturbation practice since I was 14 years old. You know, I think I taught my body how to have an orgasm in the physiological sense and <laughs> with my pillow practice that I talked about in my episode with Jen. You know, listening back to that during the editing process, how I you know, said I, I taught my body, I actually am realizing even in just that my, my dominance over my body, I'm not sure that I taught my body this, these feelings, the sensation, the ability to feel these sensations have always been within my body. I think my body actually taught me and I just paid attention and allowed myself to learn from it. Through this pillow practice, I feel like I, I learned how to move my body, what felt good. And then also I, I fantasized and I feel like that kind of taught me that there is this huge mental aspect to having an orgasm. And so it's always been relatively easy for me. Um, it hasn't so much depended on my partner, though they can certainly help or not help. But 
my orgasm has always very much been, you know, something of, of my own. I, I feel fairly certain that I'm able to achieve one in pretty much every sexual experience. You know, I have friends who will have sex knowing that they most likely will not have an orgasm. And that shit blows my mind. I'm like, why would you, like, why would you even do it? Um, I go into pretty much every sexual experience almost certain that that is going to be the eventual outcome. And honestly, I'm realizing recently that if I weren't so certain of that, then I would, I would probably be far less inclined to have sex, which is unfortunate. Because on the surface, this doesn't really seem like an issue, but I've realized the past few weeks that I haven't been focused on the experience of sex, the experience of self-pleasure. I'm racing to finish because I just want that, that climax. I want the dopamine hit at the end. I want to accomplish the goal. It's something, you know, even masturbating is something I, I do if I can't sleep. It's this, it's this destination that I want to arrive at so that I'm, you know, <laughs> so that I'm satiated, so that I'm, you know, ready for bed, so that I'm not cranky, whatever it is. And you know, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so I looked at my life and was like, holy shit, I am always chasing the climax. Um, and sometimes at the expense of the present. And this kind of ties into even what I was talking about last week with fantasies and dreams. And I want that next big dopamine hit. I want the next opportunity. I want to reach all the goals. And I get taken out of the moment. I get frustrated. I get filled with doubt that it'll actually happen. And I don't enjoy the process because I'm just like, come on, like, get me to where the fuck I'm going. But the thing about it is, is that enjoying the process and feeling every moment of it, sex and life is the biggest part of actually attracting it. I can trust that the climax is on its way. It's already mine. It's coming. So I might as well enjoy the process and not rush it. I may as well take in the experience and explore all it could be. If I'm having goal-oriented, climax-driven, transactional sex, I'm closing myself off to exploring all that's potentially mind-blowing in that journey. I'm not as likely to take the time to explore my body, to explore my partner's body. I'm not going to take the time or spend the energy to find new ways to feel good or connect, to, to be adventurous. The type of sex we really want is that type of experiential sex, which ultimately leads to an even more intense and a, and a more incredible orgasm in the end. And it's the same shit with life. If I am aggressively chasing this climax that lives in the future, I miss out on exploring all that feels good right now. All of the possibilities that exist in this moment that could make my eventual climax so much more intense and insane. You know, when I was in Bali a couple years ago, I had dreamed about getting there. I had dreamed about being in this community of yogis and spiritual teachers and spending my days doing yoga and living in the jungles and near the beach and having this this life that really, where my external and my environment really matched what I desired internally. And But when I got there, I was, I was so fixated on the climax of my life. I was so like questioning, who am I? What will I be? Who will I be? Like, what will I do? I was so obsessed with finding out 
what my life was going to become because I had no fucking clue. I was teaching English online. I was like, this is not what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. And I was so fixated on figuring it all out, figuring out that climax that I just felt so lost and I was so worried. I was so caught up. I spent so much time obsessing over that and it manifested itself as fear, as worry. But for fuck's sake, like I was in Bali. I'm in Bali. I'm where I dreamed of being in a community that I love. I am learning so much. Just every day was just new things, new experiences, new people, new relationships. I was exactly where I needed to be. And every once in a while, like I would embrace that. I would believe truly that this part of the journey, this particular spot on my path was exactly what was going to lead me to wherever it was that I was going. And when I embraced that, amazing shit happened. I would become a literal magnet for what I truly desired versus when I was consumed with trying to figure it all out to reach the climax and I instead felt fear, worry, and insecurity. Like embracing the moment provided so many beautiful opportunities and experiences. Um, It's the same concept in romantic relationships, right? We attach ourselves to whatever this ideal climax is. And in doing that, we are living in this future, aggressively trying to make this climax happen. And we don't pay attention to the reality of the relationship. We don't pay attention to what's right there in front of us. And we're taken out of the present completely. And side note, this is why I think we ignore red flags, because we're so addicted to that climax that we'll do anything to reach it. So in this Pussy Wisdom class, we did an exercise and we started by identifying complaints that we have, the things we complain about in life and realizing that underneath all of those complaints are actually just desires that have gone unmet. So what are they? Can we feel in our bodies what it would feel like to actually have those desires in our present reality? Somebody in the class brought up Joe Dispenza, who talks about, he has a couple of really great books. He talks about manifestation and how it's when you connect your thoughts to your feelings. You know, I mentioned on the last episode that it's not the man that you desire. It's not the actual relationship. It's the feeling of love, of connectedness that you actually desire. It's not the money you desire. It's the feeling of freedom and comfort and being able to adventure and do what you want with that money. So attaching yourself to these feelings as a way of attracting them more into your life because we can't attract what we're not. We can't, we can't, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. It's the only way a law of attraction works. So we did this exercise where we thought about our desires. We closed our eyes. We thought about our desires and we began to touch our bodies. So we would start at our head, tug on our hair see what feels good and then we'd work our way down our bodies whether we were massaging or caressing lightly we were just listening to what felt good in that moment and eventually we hovered our hands after we've kind of worked up the sensation in our body eventually we hovered our hands over our pussies and we just took a moment to just see how it felt for me it was like tingly warm because I had already kind of activated my body right and then we just lightly touched them. Not, you know, trying to get anywhere, not trying to like finger blast ourselves. (laughs) Like it was just simply feeling ourselves, feeling connected to 
this beautiful part of our body. And then we cupped our pussies like with our hand and then one hand we put over our hearts and we took these intentional breaths and we felt love and gratitude for the ability to actually physically feel good and to also believe deeply that we are worthy of all that we desire, that we are worthy to feel good. And this ability to feel pleasure, to feel deeply is what attracts those desires to us. And we're doing all of this while continuing to think about our desires and what it would feel like to actually achieve them. We were connecting our thoughts and feelings about our desire to the physical sensation of pleasure. And that was like a fucking light bulb for me after the fact. So I've actually practiced manifesting while masturbating before because... In the moment of orgasm, you are so deeply connected to the creative energy of the universe. Our sacral chakra, our reproductive organs, that is our life energy. It's where life is created and it's where our creative life force comes from throughout our lives. So a lot of times I would self-pleasure, fantasize, and then when I'm getting close, I would begin to think about my desires or whatever it is that I'm currently manifesting as if it was as if the orgasm is like the magic bullet right like it's just the orgasm sends it out to the universe and then it's like yes done last week in class when I realized through some exercises and conversations that this whole addiction to climax thing existed in my life I was challenged to go a week with no climax and this is fucking hard for me guys and so I did okay with one notable exception but I'm making fucking progress and that's what counts and the thing is is it's difficult for me to like even self-pleasure or masturbate or have sex without having an orgasm like it's 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 a equals b and it's because that's where my mind is right my mind is on this idea of climaxing but this exercise showed me that hey holy shit I could actually have an entire mindful self-pleasure session thinking about my truest desires and it has a way of showing it them to you as well because you're in this moment and you're breathing and you can feel in your body what makes you tingle what makes you light up what makes you hot or what makes you close off and I can literally have this entire self-pleasure session where trust me I am feeling good And I am putting out those positive vibrations, literally manifesting my desires, putting them out there, all while feeling good in the process and enjoying the journey, all of the twists and turns and beautiful things to notice along the path, like, you know, a spot on my body that I didn't know gave me chills or something that feels good that I wouldn't have explored had I just been trying to get to the finish line. Think that this... (laughs) It's still to be determined, but I do think that this could help me actually slow down and enjoy the journey versus aggressively trying to climax. Helps me slow down and feel physically what feels good. It is absolutely possible to enjoy every moment of attracting what you already know is yours. I know that the climax is there. I believe in it. I know that everything I desire in life is already coming to me and I get to feel fucking good as they do. And doing this is giving life to the seductress inside of you. 
I have not even used the word seductress a lot, but it came up in our course. It was the name of yesterday's class was reclaiming the seductress and it was, and it's beautiful because, you know, seductress has a lot of negative connotations in our very masculine society, but that's definitely a conversation for another time. But as Megan, the coach of Pussy Wisdom says, you know, a seductress is a woman who knows what she wants and enjoys herself while she's attracting it. So I guess it makes sense why it would have a lot of negative connotations in a masculine society, right? And so obviously, this is a pussy wisdom class. So I'm talking about pussies here. But I'm sure that there is a male equivalent and that all of this goes for my masculines out there as well. So to wrap it up, I want... What is that noise? me so way under 30. What did we bet? Now you want to know. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you know what we should have bet. Hmm. Going to now? What? Um, the whole point of um, basically some kind of like complete orgasm denial for whoever lost. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds terrible. What the fuck is that noise? Are those animals? Yeah. Yo, there are some animals that are fucking screaming right now, and I. <laughs> it's dark, I can't see shit. Oh my god. It's like, what is that? What screams in orchards? sounds like a baby. Anyways, to wrap this shit up, even the animals are screaming with pleasure and delight. Hopefully it's not pain. Or if it is, that it's, a, it's an enjoyable, a pleasurable pain. Um, I want to invite you. And also, like, sometimes we just need someone to, like, give us permission. We need to give ourselves permission. I'm certainly giving myself permission I'm inviting you into the space of a more experiential sex life, more experiential self-pleasure, a more mindful and present life, and to enjoy the fucking process, to fully experience the journey as you attract what is already fucking yours. And on that note, I have got to continue my drive. <laughs> It has been so lovely here having this candle lit, literally, conversation on the side of the I-5 under the stars. That's all for now. Let me know about your kinks and about your experiences related to those. You can reach me to tell me your stories on Instagram at wonderlustinglow or by email queendomarmy at gmail.com. And also, I want to connect you to Megan's Instagram and her if you're interested in receiving more wise nuggets about all things love, sex, and intimacy. Her Instagram is at Megan Lambert. I tagged her in my most recent post. So definitely check her out if you're interested in this type of thing. And we will see you on the brand new Queendom Tuesdays. Bye, guys.